up, everybody? Welcome to your pre-show for the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg. This is Imran. This is Michelle. This is Raul. This is Jean-Luc. Hi. Uh, you Hi, know, everyone. You know Imran and I, we're just the normal clowns who are here all the time. <laughs> but these guys made Life is Strange too, all by themselves, just these three people. No yeah. Yeah. Sorry, uh, team. You are, if you didn't know, today is uh, uh, a spoiler cast for Life is Strange 2. It's not yet. So if you're here going, oh, I didn't realize that's what today was, no big deal. You get the pre-show where we won't spoil Life is Strange 2. But then when the games cast starts, it's on. But you have a chance to get out of it and do it. I'm going to have, actually, and I'm going to bend the rules this time. I'm going to have YouTube chat open throughout the show so I can look oh. over if you have questions, uh, Patreons, about what is going on over that. But for right now, hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. Thank you guys so much for coming out today and making all this time. Yeah, nice to be there. Thanks. Thank you Thank for you. having us here. So, yeah. Raul, you said, where were you before this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this morning uh, with Jean-Luc, we have been uh, to Pixar Animation Studio just to have a visit. And, How was that? Uh, it was incredible. It's yeah. like we were like <laughs> children, like it's a dream come true. And uh, just to see the, you know, the big lamp and the balloon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We, like, oh, we, we, want to stay here yeah, for, we, took, uh, we took our tourist picture. With the lamp, yeah. <laughs> she smiled. <laughs> no, it was uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, so it's thank you again for the one who bring us here, and it was yes. awesome. no, they are not watching. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I don't think so. if they might no. watch the games, they ain't pre-show watching. We, right we, now. we, we can we can say his name, but uh, yeah, because uh, because John Lasseter is a big sh- a little <laughs> bit shy, so yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah. We, we we can mention him. He's not even there anymore, right? That ended uh, badly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. When did you guys get in? Uh, uh, one arri- hour ago? I just arrived yeah, one, hour, oh one hour ago. Oh my god, from, dude. From New York. Uh, we had our plane at 8 this morning, so we, we get up at 5 or something. Okay, I'm good. a bit tired. So yeah, sorry no, sorry for if I say bad, weird things. If you yeah. just, you, you'll be like my wife and just drift into the French. Like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the sleep Imran, how are you feeling? We've I, been up early, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I nearly took a nap between Games Daily and here. Yeah. Like, not an intentional nap, it's just a... Oh, I kind of feel like myself fading a little bit, but I'm going to try and stay up, but that's just going to make me more exhausted. Sure, yeah. Instead, we did the tried and true thing of we ate McDonald's. Yes. We're like, well, <laughs> it, we've been working hard, uh, punishing our bodies, so let's punish it more with bad fast food. I made the mistake of like eating half a chicken McNugget, then looking at the other half. Mm, I'm like, no, no this is awful. No. I shouldn't be doing you don't this. Wanna, you don't want to ask questions. <laughs> you don't want to ask any questions about that and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those things. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about your game. But in the pre-show, we can't talk about your game. Because okay. I want people, obviously, to look at that and have a clue. So instead, have you guys been playing anything? Jean-Luc, have, are you, do you have time to play anything right now? Um, actually, I'm not playing anything because I don't have time. But I'm planning to play Death Stranding ah. during the uh, Christmas holidays. Sure. Because, you know, I don't want to play it uh, one or two days and then leave it because I'm here in the United States and totally. then take yeah. it back. So I will take time in, uh, at Christmas to play Death Stranding, I think. Okay. I really want to. Raul, what are you playing next? Yeah, I think it was one year. I haven't played anything. So <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that the game is finished now. And uh, yeah, I've, uh, because of the Black Friday on Switch, I have to admit I've bought a lot of little games. So yeah. the last one is Obradin. The Return of oh, Obradin. Oh, yeah. So, good. so yeah, I will play this one first maybe and uh, Greece, uh, all those things I've yeah, I Oberdin, I, I still haven't played either. I, bought, I got it on mm-hmm. Switch as well. And, like, I, I originally, when it came to PC, I screwed around with it a little bit, and I was like, eh, I don't know. And then after I played um, 
Not her story. What was the one this day? Telling lies. Yeah. Telling yeah. lies from this year. And I was talking about it. So many people were like, "If you loved that," because I, you know, I had a, I had a cup of coffee and I had telling lies, and then I had a notebook and I was taking all my notes. So like, you would love Oberdin if you play yeah. it that way. I was like, crap, I gotta do that. How, how many times did you spend playing solitaire in telling lies? I put, spent <laughs> way too much time playing solitaire and telling lies, and that was the. When, then when I figured out there was like a time was actually moving, I was like, oh no, <laughs> I've wasted so much time doing this. I'm actually afraid of that part in telling lies because I don't know how to play solitaire. <laughs> really? I don't. It just missed, passed me by somehow. Dude, one okay. of the so top three you, PC you games of all time. Anywhere, then you see if it works. Okay, so yeah. I'm <laughs> a, tap, 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 I'm, tap. A, I'm afraid that once I get to the part, like supposedly there's something different about this version that like is part of the overall puzzle. Yeah. I'm just not gonna get it. Mm. Like I'm not gonna understand what's different because mm. I don't know how to play the game. Sure. Mm. Michelle, what's next for you? What are you gonna play? Um. So I am. I'm playing a lot of Magic Arena. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a kind of game that's completely different of what we are doing. But uh, no. Yeah, I was, I was play, <laughs> playing Magic a long time ago, uh, just real, real cards. Yeah. And then yeah, having the new client and playing online, uh, I just got back into it. So it, take, it takes me a lot of time. <laughs> when you guys are working on a game like Life is Strange, is there any time to play other stuff to keep like uh, abreast of what's happening in the industry, or is it just heads down? You got to make your game. I think it's a bit mm. of both. Most mm. of the time, it's, it takes a really a big part of our time working on the game, and I guess that's that's why I'm playing games like Magic Arena or Overwatch, sure. just mm -hmm. to play something completely different than what we're something creating. Something you can jump in, yeah. jump out of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. just really playing something yeah, that's not that wouldn't be work because when we play a storytelling, a narrative game, we're mostly playing it like looking at it for work, like. You take Same. some notes yeah. and uh, oh yeah, done that. okay maybe we could do works. that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So f for example, I've, uh, I've been back to Red Dead Redemption, but there are a lot of very good narrative inside yeah. this one, and I couldn't play this uh, while doing Life is Strange because mm -hmm. you you play a narrative game the whole day, testing yeah. it, mm -hmm. giving some feedbacks. Mm -hmm. When you're home after, you just don't want to play again yeah. the same kind of game. So sure. uh, yeah, but it's yeah. It's it depends, and uh, the the team give us a lot of uh, feedbacks about the industry also because they are playing a lot. Mm. So they go, oh, you should just have a look at this one because of this reason, etc. So You're like, I we don't try time. we try <laughs> to stay focused, uh, and, uh, to stay aware of what what is in the industry. Yeah, okay. we should. Mm, and for me, I try to avoid when I'm working on video game like Life is Strange too. I try to avoid narrative games. You know, oh, sure. Mm -hmm. For example, I played Red Dead Redemption, but I I'm not I I didn't took it as a narrative game. It's more like an action with good story. Yeah. You know, for example, um, a game named uh, Detroit. You know, oh, yeah. Uh, Quantic Dream. Was released where, yeah, exactly. Was released when we were working on Life Strange 2 and I didn't want to play it while uh, we were writing and uh, not to be, you know, uh, out of, uh, when you are focusing on Life Strange 2, not to be disturbed by oh, sure, other yeah. stuff. You're so, focusing on your story and yeah, how to tell your story and not having uh, to work, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to... No, I'm like a sponge, and I really take a lot of <laughs> sure. you know, influence yeah. of you, movies. You look like a sponge. I was going to say Jean-Luc. Yeah, sponge Jean-Luc. Yeah, Jean <laughs> 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 and yeah, I don't want to be you know, too much... Um, Comment on dit? Influenced? Influenced. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. And here we go for the shitty French accent. <laughs> <laughs> Life is French too is so much better than Detroit. Uh, <laughs> I see you moving over there. What's happening? You're trying to... Pre -show oh, yeah, we're still yeah, pre-showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta fix the mics. Okay, oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's possible to ask water. So oh, yeah, you want some water? Uh, you want ice? You. No, no. Just, no, just no. water? Yeah. Anybody else? Thank Anybody you so much. We'll fix it. What are you going to do with the microphone? I mean, I can do that. I'm just going to bring his up a little bit. Yeah, bring some. Do you want me to push him in, too? I'll push him. Yeah. 
We go way back, Michelle and I. Don't worry. You can push him around. <laughs> don't worry about it. These guys, Raul, Jean-Luc, <laughs> don't push him around. Yeah, we got him the Lego game, remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, You did. So, that was one of my favorite things. We were out drinking <laughs> uh, some Life is Strange you rat party or something. <laughs> you didn't play it? No, I mean, you told me that oh, yeah. you never played Lego, and yeah, you, you sent me some. Yeah, I was like, Lego Dimensions <laughs> is the thing you need to play. And he's like, I don't know. And I bought it for you and sent it to France. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it be the opposite? Shouldn't it be a developer buying gifts? No, 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 it's the opposite way. <laughs> See, people got it all wrong. They think, yeah, the journalists are on the take. It's the yeah. devs. <laughs> there's a reason there's a Life is Strange 2, and it's me and Lego Dimensions, all right? <laughs> yeah. I said, you can have Lego Dimensions if you make another one. They're yeah. like, all right. Have to avoid that hot Lego narrative. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to cross it over, the, the portals and stuff. You need tests? Yeah, I'm just, no, I... Okay. I'm going to push you in. Oh, I can, I can come closer to the, yeah, to the mic. Just a bit. Okay. I do this to people all the time. Don't panic. <laughs> See? Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. My first time, everybody. <laughs> so, stuff from the beginning. Yeah. Let's do it again. Repeat. One last thing. Are you comfortable? Do you want it up a little bit? Or are you no, no, I'm that? pretty fine. Right. No, I'm, the, I'm the smallest He's one. He's quite small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the chat, <laughs> Madognik96 pipes up, and he, wants, he has a question for you. But before I get to that, I want you to know that I'm pretty sure he is, in the Kind of Funny community, one of the biggest Life is Strange fans. Because okay. we put out the call I, for questions, <laughs> and usually that means somebody writes in with one question. He wrote in with one thing, but it's just question after question after question <laughs> that he has specifically in, about it. But before we get to anything about Life is Strange, he's asking, what games are you guys looking forward to next year? Like, what, like we're talking about what you're going to play during break, mm -hmm. but when you have a little bit more free time in, I assume... Whatever's happening next year. Now, I'm not fishing for what's going on. Where is Life is Strange 3? Don't worry about it. I guess we it. all have the same one. Yeah. yeah. The easy one. The yeah. easy. Is Last, Last of Us 2. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Yeah. Right. Um, um, so, Last of Us Part 2. I would um, say Cyberpunk. Thank sure. You. Of Cyberpunk. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Last of Us speak to you from the narrative or the gameplay or everything? <clears throat> to be honest, both. for me, I think the gameplay of the first one was a lot of like the gameplay of Uncharted series, you know? Sure. The ar arena, you have to cover, to shoot, and stuff. <coughs> and it's more like the, for me, the story is unbelievable in the first one, and I really, really want to know what happened to, uh, to Eli. And, uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. And I think that what I really lo loved with the first Last of Us is I'm usually not a really action game, or I'm, I'm, I don't really like that much the Uncharted games. Yeah. But with The Last of Us, I was so engaged with the story, and mm -hmm. they managed so well to blend the gameplay and the story that I was really happy to, to play all the action sequences, and the gameplay was really fine mm -hmm. with me because I, was, I wanted to protect, Eli, uh, to protect Ellie, or I wanted really to advance the story. Sure. And the gameplay blended so well with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Last of Us 2 is at the top of my list, mm -hmm. I think, for 2020. And I got to go play it a couple months ago now. And just the improvements they've made from Last of Us 1 from taking like the combat you already know but then so putting you it you into played it. You yeah, yeah. yeah way awesome. bigger environments yeah. and stuff where it is possible to actually like have I'm going to attack the situation this way it goes wrong you get out and have a chance to like lose them and reposition nice. and come back or have them break off individually and take them that way plus you got to kill a bunch of dogs <laughs> they say you don't have to kill them I'll believe when I see it I don't trust this Neil Druckmann to say because <laughs> right, I was killing a lot of dogs I mean, he famously dislikes dogs. It's true. Every time he sees Portillo, kicks him. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody tweeted Neil Druckmann. Why do you, why do you kick dogs? <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. No. He won't understand it. We have a long story with dogs. Yeah. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> Neil Druckmann uh, working uh, really hard on a video game, coming up for air, and there's 30 people like, why do you kick dogs? <laughs> Greg Miller says, you kick dogs. Oh, and I, w I was, but I, I'm disappointed because I was waiting a lot for 
the new game from the guy who did Firewatch. Um, okay, I've seen it. So Valley of the Gods. Valley, you know, yeah, Valley yeah. of the Gods. Yeah. And I heard that it was postponed. So Valve. Yeah. You, games sad. go into Valve, they don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it will come out in six years. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a VR experience oh. we weren't expecting. Half-Life 3. Yeah. Uh, Alex. Alex. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. because of that that we don't have yeah. in the Valley of Gods. <laughs> and you, you, you don't have any helmet to test no, it. No, so but you can't play it's it. maybe the game we will make me buy a VR stuff. What? Yeah. Yeah. I really love Life Life. <laughs> For the story, basically. Do you guys, as creators, like, do you ever entertain the idea of doing something in VR? Or is it... <laughs> <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I'm not fishing! <laughs> yeah, we, we have worked on something uh, together, but uh, it was after Life is Strange 1. And, okay. Uh, yeah, we can't really talk about it. But sure. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really... I'm maybe the one most interested <laughs> yeah. in VR, for sure. But I push them to test. And yeah, I think on a narrative point of view, it's quite incredible what you're oh, going yeah. to do. And it, for me, it's really the future, and I really believe in this media, even if it's quite complicated still to test it and to have uh, games, uh, good games on it. But uh, yeah, it's when you see Valve jumping in, uh, yeah, I think it's it good could sign. be a huge yeah. change. Yeah, yeah that's going to be and, uh, on a really on a narrative and emotional point of view, it's crazy how, how fast you dive into your universe and a story. And uh, so yeah, uh, for sure we will have a look. Continue. I just get the quest and it's uh, so cool. Oh my (laughs) god! It's easy to play and uh, yeah. I I tweeted about it the other day. Like I don't use it as much as I want to. No, don't apologize. (laughs) Safe spot. We're talking about (laughs) quests. I don't get to use it as much as I do. And so whenever I do put it back on and get back in, it's always that moment of like, I can't believe this is real. I can't believe it works so well. I had left it on, you know, with the rush that's been going on in our lives. I think I hadn't used it in like three months. It had just been tucked away. And I, I was like, ugh, I want to play it, but I'm sure it won't have power. It had like 70% of the power still. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, like this is such a well-built system. Yeah. BKD, Absolutely. what do you got to say? Just a heads up, I have charged it multiple times in those three months. <laughs> Not the one in my house under my couch. The one at the office, sure, yeah, yeah, no. No, I'm talking about the one in your You couch. come to my house again? <laughs> you charge all my things? I would pay for that service if Kevin came and just charged my control. <laughs> Layers and quests, just in case I wanted them. Open your closet. What are you doing? Charging, charging all the iPads. <laughs> say, say no more, fam. <laughs> Walk out. Gentle, unlock the door for you on your way out. Yeah, my, my only issue with VR is that I'm really easily uh, sick. I have a lot of motion sickness. Sure. So I, I need to try the new one if it's better, but even the most a uh, simple basic experience yeah. with the yeah. previous headset. I was getting uh, motion sickness really quickly, so that's an issue for me. <laughs> yeah, for me, any game where I don't have to like physically locomotion around is pretty easy. Like, like Beat Saber or mm. yeah. Astrobot. Those games worked really well for me. Yeah. And some others, like, oh, this is making me way too sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, j- my, my wife Jen is the same way, where she can't do most VR, but when I, we brought home the Quest and I had her play Beat Saber, she was okay. Mm. So there's hope for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, hope yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> I, will I, will t- I will try I will lend it to you yeah. we just stop the pre-show we just the pre-show <laughs> goes on for an hour while he plays Quest no we should get into the real show are you ready Kevin? Um, there's no notes anywhere I can show this doc with you yeah. there really isn't though any notes <laughs> oh I guess you're going to need it for ads right? All right, Kevin. Can we pick yeah. any question or you choose for oh, us? Oh, you can talk to the chat if you want, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Obradin is out on Switch, yes. So I can answer <laughs> this one. I can confirm. <laughs> I can confirm that you're in. Right. Yeah, I'm not working for them, but uh, it's, uh, it's really cool to play. Oh, are these the developers of Life is Strange? Um, yeah, yes, we yeah, are. I think yes, we are. I think we are. So maybe we can <laughs> just... So we have worked on the first Life is Strange and also the awesome adventure of Captain Spirit. That was an introduction of Life is Strange 2 and Life is Strange 2. And uh, Jean-Luc here is a writer. 
and we both are the directors, uh, so we share a lot of stuff uh, with Michel. I think that someone really likes your boots. <laughs> oh, this is Doc Martin stuff. <laughs> you don't say any brand. Get here. that sponsorship. <laughs> I don't have right to say the, the name of the brand. So. They I, don't won't, pay I, I won't say, say Doc Martin. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kevin, you good now? All right, uh, do you guys, uh, Jean-Luc, Michel, do you want water? Do you want anything? No, I'm okay. fine. And Thank also, you. if you want something in the middle of the show, just sh we're a very laid-back show. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. shout it out, walk off, we'll figure it out. Don't worry. <laughs> not professional Sorry. at all. There's nothing <laughs> professional in any way about this whatsoever, <laughs> except that now we're going to do it. All right, everybody's ready? Kevin, you're ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Imran. Howdy. Michelle. Hi. Uh, Raul. Hello. And Jean-Luc. Hi. Uh, you guys know me and Imran. We're here on the Gamescast pretty much every week unless we're traveling or doing something cool. Isn't that right, Imran? It's right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Never do anything cool. But, but yeah. these three folks over here made a little game called Life is Strange 2. Yay! Woo, Thank you. We're all big fans of it here in the office. Mm. Such big fans, we invited you to come to the Gamescast for this kind of funny Gamescast spoiler cast strictly about Life is Strange 2. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't played Life is Strange 2... Pause this podcast, pause this YouTube video, <laughs> go play the game, and then come back to it. This will wait. This is evergreen content, as the kids say, Kevin. It doesn't go bad, all right? It'll I did it in two days. You could do it easily. Exactly, yeah. 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 You will want to keep playing it once you start, which will be one of our main topics of conversation once we get going here. <laughs> um, so before we even get into I, – I, before we spoil, spoil – we're, we'll have a top-level conversation for everybody here who just wants to hang out for a second and say hey. Uh, worth pointing out, of course, this episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast is brought to you by Upstart, Trojan, and Quip, and, of course, our Patreon producers, uh, Fantasy Critic Games and James Hastings. Kevin, is there some kind of usual... Do we do a James... Does James Hastings have, like, a catchphrase or a, a noise we do? I don't listen to the show. But you, but like, you know how we have like the predator, right? So like, I, you can make something up right now. James Hastings. James. James. All right, James, that's your thing now. That's your thing now. Thanks for being a Patreon producer. Fantasy Critic Games, you got to stick around a little bit longer. All right, well, we'll get to you eventually. Don't worry about it. So no spoilers. Imran, mm -hmm. how much do you like Life, Life is Strange 2? It went from a game I wasn't probably going to play this year, maybe just like sometime next year, yeah. to probably my top three of the year again. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> what are the the second <laughs> the one and two? Uh, one and I before that are like control and like fire emblem. Okay. Okay. Cool. So like this game is just like That's a cool. notch below those in terms of what I liked personally, but I still really love the game in a way I didn't expect. Thank you very cool. much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Life is Strange Two for me has a lot of the same Gregisms as Life is Strange One. I think. Whereas when Life is Strange 1 arrived, episode 1, I remember getting it, starting it, and not really being able to make out, what is, what is it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's going And I remember, I was like, eh, I'll get back to it. And then let two or three episodes stack up, came back, and that's when it was on. And it was like, I'm playing all these right now, I'm binging it. And Life is Strange 2, obviously, I already knew that. I'd already fallen in love with Life is Strange. I'd already fallen in love with, you know, <laughs> I fall in love with Michelle here. Um, but it was... Okay, cool. I started episode one, and then there was a big gap to episode two, and I started episode two, and I was like, where was I? Wait, who's Sean? Who's Dan? And then episode three came, and I was like, did I play episode two? <laughs> and I looked, and I was like, I did. No, I did. And I let them all stack up getting ready for this. And so when episode five hit last week, to be able to go in there and play through them all again. You, were, you replayed episode one and two? No, but yeah. I, look, I, went and, I went and did my scrub through on okay. YouTube of like, wait, remind me of who everybody is. Where did I leave off? The choices I made versus the choices you could have made. 
but these last three episodes have been that. Oh man, like I, like you know, it's bedtime. I know it's bedtime, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I can squeeze out another chapter. Yeah. Can't I? <laughs> I just want to see where this is going. It's only ten o'clock. I can finish this episode in like twelve thirty. It's like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I'm exactly. Glad I did that. Exhausted. Now I need to go to bed. But yeah, it's like, it's yet again, you guys nailing what you do, but what makes Life is Strange so special. And I f- want to talk about that in a non-spoilery context of what was it like to have that challenge in front of you? Like you did Life is Strange one, and I, I may be speaking just as myself or you know internally or you know a games guy on our side of the industry. There wasn't that pressure on you. We didn't know what you were doing. We didn't know what you're setting out to create. So when you finish Life is Strange, you have this legion of fans, these people, this audience, this community that writes to you. I talk to them at shows that cosplay about how much this game touched them. To have to deal with that legacy moving forward, I feel like would make me go, I'm leaving the games industry. <laughs> I don't know how to tackle this. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly we should have done that, maybe. <laughs> No, it was exactly uh, like you say. It was a lot of pressure, but it's also. I think we we have a lot of conversations, the three together, also with the team, uh, with Crynix, uh to see what is the uh, why we love to create this game and why the players love the first one. And uh, I think the the very the first thing we had in mind was to move on ourselves and to try to do something different, but keeping the same DNA. So sometimes uh, some players have been disappointed by this choice, but yeah. it's also what we wanted to do as creators and also for the team because it's like three or four years oh, and sure. doing again the same game type of game. It could have been not boring, but difficult to be involved. Uh, so here we change a lot of things and we still wanted to create uh, good characters, I hope, and uh, a story that tackle a lot of different themes. And sure. uh, yeah, those brothers came out and mm. for a lot of reasons uh, we end up with this world trip structure and uh, so yeah it was yeah. a challenge but uh, I think it was a good choice when after s- four, four years now we say yeah I think <laughs> it's okay and I think some players at the beginning was disappointing but as soon as they jump into the story like you say it takes yeah. maybe st- sometimes two or three episodes to really jump in and uh, know the characters and uh, yeah. we want to take care of Daniel and continue etc so it takes some time yeah. but uh, as soon as you have taken this time I think it works and I think I hope uh, that es- especially now that the five <coughs> episodes are released it's even easier to get into it and play them almost back to back oh sure or, yeah. mm. or just having maybe uh, one or two days of pause between each episode where um, with the original release um, since the game was it was a complicated game to create uh, it was mm. a much bigger game than the first one and uh, uh, the production was was hard and also that's why we had these bigger delays between each episode. It was a bit bigger than we sure. expected. Mm-hmm. That yeah. tends, to happen. That that tends to happen, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was something that I know that could have been also sometimes too long of a wait between each episode, but now they can just play those episodes and really get into the story like you did, like yeah. remembering easily what happened because you played the other episode. And that was the, the thing, day, I mean, like, <laughs> I was so shocked, I think even myself, well, first off, when I turned on episode three and it was like, do you want to load your save? And it was saved in January. And I was like, I, it's, it's been a year? <laughs> it's been a year? Oh my gosh. And so to get going with that and finish the game and then go back for trophies, I platinumed it, no big deal, everybody. Kevin, do you want to applaud? Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Number 107. Uh, To go back to the beginning and hear the differences in the performance, right? The fact that, oh, right, I forgot how much time passed in the story. I forgot how much Sean was wearing that weight. You know what I mean? To go back and have him be 
a snotty teen. Like, you know what I mean? With just no weight on his shoulders, dad's taking care of everything, it doesn't matter. To where we are at the end of the story, which we we're not spoiling it. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even give it credit for that, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think when you can sit there and play them back to back to back to back, it's a different thing. That, that, that's something we really, uh, that's a, when we replayed a bit of episode one, we noticed how much even the voice acting of, of Daniel, of course, changed between episode one and episode sure. five. Mm -hmm. Like, um, uh, the actor, Roman George, is a, is a kid, and of course, he grew up over the course of the voice session. So it works with the game, since the game takes place over one year. We, you can hear that he's younger in episode one and older in episode five. He's got more, more instruments. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing we did in the pre-show, because of course you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, get the pre-show, the post-show, watch us record the show live, even with guests, uh, is we didn't talk about what you guys do on this. That's on me. That's a failure as my host. We talked about it in the pre-show, not on this show. So what is your role on ah, Life is Strange? Oh, yeah. We want to begin? Yeah, so uh, we are the three of us who are the co-creators of Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2, and the awesome Adventures of Captain Spirits. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, Jean-Luc, am the writer of these three games. Raoul Barbet and Michel Corr are the co-directors of these three games. Got it. So, <coughs> to sum yeah. up a bit, we work all the three together are really the main story, the main characters. Uh, so with, of course, the, the team that is in Paris now, it's like 40 people in total, I would say, for the whole game, uh, 50 maybe on this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we, we write the main story and after we go really into details into the story and after it's how you create the game. So it's mm -hmm. more Michel and I and Michel is also really in charge of the, all the artistic direction. And I will be more on the cinematographic aspect, the music also, I pick the, the songs, etc. And yeah, we share some stuff, but we always work together and in end and uh, yeah, fight together. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's yeah, it's really difficult. something. Yeah, it's, I think it's interesting to be not only one person at the head of this kind of project because you're always challenging yourself and yeah. mm. you disagree, of course. So it's interesting to really have to prove why uh, this decision is good or not. So yeah, it's but it's a cool process and it's after three games. We are alive. <laughs> we are not fighting. We, so it's okay. we did not kill each other yet. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. We'll see how the next project goes. Is it, I mean, obviously you talk about the fights and the push and pull of this, right? I have to imagine, is that Difficult, do you feel more of an ownership over this? Because I always feel, you know, finishing Life is Strange 1, I remember giving you, Michelle, crap for it, right? Of like, you say it, it, there's two endings and the, neither are canon, but yeah. the ending I chose just, I was in a truck and we drove away. And then the <laughs> other ending, there's this epilogue and there's this video. And I'm like, clearly you thought one way. Like, to be on the other side of that, where you have your own ideas of what these characters should do, what their journey should be, but then to meet other people on the team who don't have that journey, don't have that vision, mm. and want to change it, is that especially tough? Do you feel like you own the story in a different way? I mean, it's like Raoul said, we're working also a lot with the team, so we have really a great team working with us on, on Life is Strange, and we are trying to get every feedback, uh, every feedback possible and listen to, listen to the team. And... Um, we are making play internal playtests, they are reading the stories, they are sending us those, the, the feedbacks, and we try to take into account where, where it makes sense, where, where it works. So I guess uh, <coughs> most of the team is really on, on board with the vision yes. of, of, of the game and, and the story. Okay. I, th I think it's more keeping this vision, and uh, as soon as we have chosen the story and this vision, we are the three together know what we want to do with this game. So this was really about education, the brotherhood, etc. So, um, 
when you've got, for example, a very good idea from a designer or an narrative designer, but this idea doesn't fit this vision, we just, we are here to say, yeah, maybe it's the best idea of uh, the video game history, but <laughs> it won't be in this game because it's not the vision. And sometimes it's difficult to have this vision and to keep it, but as we are like three, it's uh, really cool. But of course, you've got some people disappointed, even ourselves. Sometimes it's mm. not really Life Strange 2, it's not really the game we would do alone, but it's also what mm. I think gives strength to the project is because we add all those visions sure. and to be sure that we keep that the main one. But, uh, mm. Yeah. Lot of discussion. When you're setting off and ready to make another one, you have these ideas, and you talked about, you know, you want to go in a different way, you want to be creatively challenged. Was there a part of you guys, or was there a discussion of keeping with Max, keeping with Chloe, seeing that go to forward? Uh, to be, we yeah. talked a bit about it, but uh, since we have those two endings, completely different endings in yeah. the first game, um, <coughs> clearly we we don't want to decide that any of those is, is a canon. So, I mean, creating a story that works with Max and Chloe after the first game would, to make it really great, it would mean making two different games, I think. Sure. Mm -hmm. So and There is also the fact that from the beginning, you know, the story of Max and Chloe was done at the end of the first Life is Strange and making another game with Max and Chloe, Life is Strange 2 with the same characters, and maybe uh, a, a different mood, wi but with the same character, could have been a little bit forced because we have n no more stuff to say about Max and Craig for now, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, okay, uh, Life is Strange worked really well, you know, uh, with audience and, well, yeah, let's make Life is Strange 2 with Max and Craig is going to be a fan service game and we didn't really want to do this as, a, as creator. Yeah. Okay, the story is done. Let's think about something else yeah. with the same DNA, maybe of the of the of the first one, but uh, let's change a little bit ourselves. And I, I, I think. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, I think really that for those games, um, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that we are creating characters for a story. We are not really creating a story for characters. And yeah. uh, I mean, if we have to make another game with Max and Chloe, it will be finding the best story for Max and Chloe instead of creating a new yeah. game when, when, when you're creating the characters that are the best for the story you want to tell. And uh, I think that Sean and Daniel, they, we created them really to tell this road trip uh, story of two brothers and uh, facing, uh, facing exclusion and the, all the difficulties they're, f they're facing in, 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 in the United States. Mm. Um, so, I mean, really, if we do another game, I think we, we want to work the same way. It's to create characters that works best for the theme and the, the story we have in mind, sure. rather than the opposite. I remember when before the storm finished up, there was some messaging from Square Enix that was like, this is the end of the Max and Chloe story. And a lot of people were kind of like frustrated and angry about that. Was there any point where you guys were reading that and being like, did we make a mistake with this? Or with this? Or are, we, are we steadfast in what you're doing? I, I, I don't know. And anyway, at one moment as creator, we know that it's not our brand anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Square Enix one, so it's their decision to move on or not. Uh, so before the storm is done by another team and when we see that from far away but uh, of course we can understand the disappointment of some fans and you always want more when you li like some characters mm -hmm. but us personally I think like uh, Jean-Luc said it was at this moment we are we had not anything to say m more to the story uh, to tell right. anything more to, um, to the story on Max Clay, but maybe one day it would be different but at this moment it was more, yeah, let's, for us, it was done. So, mm. yeah. 
but maybe Square Enix could have other plans. I, I don't really, I really <laughs> don't know. So it's mm -hmm. just to talk about us, uh, this and, team. And also looking at um, the reaction of the of the fans um, right now. So really, in the beginning, a lot of fans of the first game were angry or were really not willing to play Life is Strange 2 just because it's not Max and Chloe. Right. And more and more the episode advance, and especially right now with episode 5, we see that most of the players were <coughs> really skeptical and they gave a chance to the game and now they say that, okay, uh, actually I didn't think that I would like those new characters, but I like them. Um, we still have some, some, some fans that of hate course. us for <laughs> not, sure. not doing Max and Chloe, but I mean, Max and Chloe that still exist, they're still the, uh, the, the first game, uh, people can still imagine what's happening to them later. I mean, it's not because we have Life is Strange 2 and Sean and, mm -hmm. and Sean and Daniel that Max and Chloe doesn't exist anymore. So I mean, yeah, well, I mean, wow, well, that's the spoilers. <laughs> get into that, I guess, yeah. But, but to put a pin in Max and Chloe, I mean, I think I, w I was there with you to an extent, right? Where when it got announced of, okay, before the storm's coming, Deck Nine's doing that, right? You guys are working on Life is Strange 2. It's going to be your own thing. It was that thing of like, oh, that's so interesting choice. And I went the way of like, ugh. I don't know if I want somebody else touching Max and Chloe, right? I don't know <laughs> if I want another story around that. So to go, and not to mention, I was like, I remember talking about it in Gamescast leading up to the release of Before the Storm of like, no one's asking for this. I don't need to know Chloe and Rachel Amber's story. You guys told it. I got it. Blah, blah. To play Before the Storm, and like, I was like, oh man, this actually was great. Yeah, <laughs> and it's still what you're talking about. Life is Strange too, right? Uh, no, I don't want that. I don't want yeah. that. And you get in there and you're like, all right, that's pretty cool. In the same way, like the comic book, right? The Life is Strange comic book, where you're talking about like, to choose an ending would be to choose canon, right? Mm. If you went and did Life is Strange with them again. And I get that. As a comic book fan, I understand the multiverse. <laughs> and I understand infinite possibilities and elsewhere tales and non-canon, yada, yada, yada. So when this dropped and I started reading the comic book, I was like, all right. And then I was like, damn, this is actually really well done. As they balance the issues and go between. But like, what's fascinating is I think that works as a comic book, but wouldn't work as a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Whereas, like, like totally the same. Yeah, and I'm like, they're doing something really cool, but that's not what you guys do. You guys are making Life is Strange the core titles, right? You're making what I like to think of as now with n number two under your belt, this anthology. Where if I say it's a Life is Strange game, I don't think people are going to think, oh, it's Chloe. Oh, oh, it's Daniel, yeah. right? No, they're going to be like, oh, I get it. It's it means that you're getting this narrative choice driven story that has some kind of supernatural vibe to it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's the moment when you can say your quote. Say your quote. What? Which one? That's oh, the the players, one from, uh, you don't give the oh, it's because it's exactly <laughs> what's, what's happening. It's not my quote. It's a just with just with You said it. No, 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 no. It's not my quote. No, it's a, it's a quote I love uh, from uh, Just with you're the um, creator of Buffy the Vampire. Oh yeah, sure. A lot of stuff, and he said this this one is called um, "Give people what they need, not what they want." Mm, right. Mm. And that's why he, uh, he has done this, the, uh, the opposite when he made the the, the season with Riley. On uh, Buffy, it's yeah. season yeah. and in season five, season four, season four. Yeah. Everyone wants uh, Buffy to be happy uh, with uh, with a boyfriend. So okay, he give uh, he give her Riley in uh, innocent, and it's probably the one of the baddest season of the <laughs> world because <laughs> yeah. you don't want Buffy to be happy. It's sad, but you, you want her to struggle we with, don't want any with, character with her life. Yeah. No, I've noticed. Yeah. I've played your games. Yeah, explained yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot of the last episode to me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's yeah. It's a little bit the same with Life is Strange. If you. A lot of people want to have some news about Max and Chloe. What what happened to them? What will uh, what will be their future together or not? Depending uh, on the, the the choose you you you've made at the end of the first season. But I think whatever the story we pro could have done, it 
people will be disappointed by this. Yeah. Sure. So we didn't want to take this uh, because we have nothing to say more, I think. And we don't want to disappoint our fans, so that's why we also change everything to make another game. But you may have some info uh, playing Life is Strange 2 for the one who haven't played it yet, so... Yeah. yeah, maybe okay. some info about those characters. Yeah, okay. yeah, just a bit. But again, it's based <laughs> it's on what I did, right? So it's my <laughs> own canon that I keep yeah. constructing in my head yeah. that I argued with you about, and it's still correct. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, right it's yeah. the same universe, so yeah. you you can have some Easter eggs, some um, some maybe little stuff. See some characters. All right, so here's a good point. We're jumping into spoilers now. If you oh, made yeah. it this okay. far. If you made it this far, congratulations. I can't believe you haven't played this game yet. Go play this Thank game. Thank you. It's our seal of approval. These men are very tired. <laughs> Reward their hard work. Yeah, let's. I, I, where I want to start with you guys is the fucking balls you guys have, all right? <laughs> In 2019, and especially woke time, as the kids say, right, Imran? Yes. And so for you guys to be like, <laughs> we're in France. Let's tell this story about these Mexican-Americans wanting to go back to Mexico, talking all sorts of shit about American culture, too. Yeah. Look at you guys, huh? Not afraid of anything. Yeah, we won't leave America alive. We won't leave America alive. Was that, when you guys started kicking around this idea, was there concern about that? Like, I think that's mm. something we talk about is authenticity and storytelling, right? And people want representation. So for you guys, a bunch of French dudes <laughs> over there to have tell this story, how did you wrestle with that and how did you get it to where it is? Um, hmm. I think that the way we, we work when we want to create a story is not really start by thinking about the themes or the social issues or... I mean, it's not a checklist where we say, okay, let's make this story, but we need to have that, that and that, and that, sure. and those, those points in the story. It's really started by thinking about this story of two brothers, uh, talking about family bonds and education. And we knew that we wanted this story to showcase that how it is to be by yourself and to be facing all the different <coughs> um, exclusion of, of the real world when you're just alone, homeless, um, so working, that's where we started to decide what would be the best character for this story. And we know that Life is Strange is a contemporary game. We know that the franchise takes place most in the, in the United States. So that's why, of course, we had to look at what's happening right now sure. in mm -hmm. the US, but also everywhere else in the world. I mean, the game takes place in the US, but the, the themes we are talking about in the game, they are quite universal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have tons of racism in a lot of Every country, you have the, yeah. the, the far right with rising uh, everywhere in Europe. Uh, there is, we have, you know what's happening in France right now, where we have a lot of issues with police brutality and, mm. uh, and riots. And so, yeah, there is really a climate, a global, global issue that definitely where we thought that it would be really our job, maybe, to talk about those themes in with this story, with those two kids who are running away from the police and who are f just by themselves uh, in the world. Yeah, it, as you, we want to to be realistic, and if you have this story of those brothers, you can't avoid to have s some scenes, some sequences. And I think uh, games is really great to talk also about that. Is yeah. to put yourself in, uh, give you a life of one another. Or walk guy. around on their shoes. Yeah, you can you can be a, I don't know like a fighter on Mars killing some alien aliens. You can be a, a pilot, etc. It's really cool. That's why we love video games. But yeah. also, you can be an half Mexican teenager, and you really, I think, can realize a bit what is it to be uh, like Sean. It's not real life, but it's it could be 
I don't know, like, just as a player, you will think about it. And mm. I think that is why we love video games. It's, uh, it's so strong when you totally. ask mm. yourself those questions. You're, f- you're facing some people that don't like you for some reason, so you just can think about it. And uh, that's also what the players are telling us, even for the first life issue, they were happy to be in those situations, even if it's a difficult situation, it's sad, and it's yeah. bad, extra. Sure. It's al- it allows them to think about it, to talk about it with their friends, with their family, etc. Sure. And uh, yeah, I think video games is really great for that. So. And yeah, as a, as a developer, we always take care of not giving our point of view, you know, or we don't want to be a um, listen giver. You know, say, okay, that's good, that's bad. You have to think this if you want to be good. It's Our job is really to put the player in front of the situation and let him think and experience new stuff he has never seen before and maybe change his mind in some sort of way. But yeah, it's uh, we don't want to be uh, the, the European guy who, who judges America. It's it's sure. not our job. We really, we really don't mm-hmm. want to, to do this. And I think we've got a lot of problems in Europe uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> a, yeah. uh, with the borders and all the vi- uh, police violence, etc. For sure. And uh, it's I, I would say it's more game about just humanity. Sure. Uh, it's not about USA in oh, particular. It's just the story take place here. But yeah, I think we don't have lessons to give uh, for sure. Mm. So <laughs> I was a teenager when 9-11 happened and I lived in the South. So a lot of this game actually ended up ringing true for me of like just not, not even like the very extreme situations of people like kidnapping you or whatever, but just looking at you and judging you immediately based on the national culture at the time. So just things like that of seeing people just kind of say or the family at the picnic in the first episode mm-hmm. or not pic- the picnic table. Yeah. Like that was the kind of thing that I dealt with a lot as mm-hmm. a kid yeah. okay. of like they look at you and they've already sized you up for exactly what you, they think you are. Yeah, they put you in a box. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I was able to kind of put myself in those shoes very easily from like first episode on. Well, cool. I think Thank you. <laughs> for me, right, that is what I t- uh, you, you totally nail. I love about games is being put in situations that I'm not normally in, right? Mm-hmm. And lots of times that's fantastical and fun. Here it was the opposite of that. And again, I applaud you for doing it because I think, you know, in not just 2019, but in 2018, in modern video games, right? I'm so sick of the fucking toothless responses of like, our game's not political. Mm. No, 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 Mm. blah, blah, blah. And so for you guys, I, I remember episode one, like it mentions Trump. And it was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, okay, that's we're going to go there. And to continue down that journey to get to where I was last night in the final episode, right, where I'm having those things in my head as I'm, I'm you know, I'm playing as Sean, trying to protect Daniel. And I'm like, well, I would just go to the cops. And I'm like, well, I would go to the cops and I because I'm just a 36-year-old white dude who hasn't yeah, had yeah. these problems. And so to go down, I can see in the game where so many games make choices Yes or no, uh, black, white, good, bad, and so for it to get to the end where you know my my ending, similar to my ending with Life is Strange one, the one I chose that I think is my canon right was, I had him drive, I had him drive through the border right because I had gotten to my breaking point where I'm like, yeah. I don't trust anybody, it isn't going to mm-hmm. work out. We're right there, we're mm-hmm. right there for freedom That's and cool. to be alone right. And when I went for it and Daniel jumped out of the car, I was like, <laughs> ah, not the right choice. <laughs> I ended up surrendering because like, I figured that. This moral of the story for me was that sometimes it's just not going to work out. Like this is the this is this country, this is this world right now. Sometimes you just can't win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was yeah. It's there a, is no good no or win. bad endings, or the, not in the fact that it's the good good ending or bad ending. It's always a bittersweet. Every ending are a little bit bittersweet because th- there is no black or white 
in life right. that it's okay. not really happening. It's always this gray area. You can be happy for them, for the two brothers, even if they are separated, or you can be happy for them, even if they are bad guys, but they are together. It's um, it's always about this gray area, and that's what we wanted to achieve with this and multiple. Maybe games. it's uh, it's a bit pessimistic, but it's how also how it is, is that there is really a no-win situation for yeah. them because they're facing some systemic oppression that won't go away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so you have your ending when you're just fighting it, and maybe it's still not the perfect ending for them because they will be separated. Sean will be on the run for for all his life. Yeah. Um, well, he, just, he seemed just like he was just on a beach chilling out. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's yeah. under house arrest yeah, for 15 years. Uh, like, damn! He still, he still has to look over his shoulder sure. everywhere, mm -hmm. every time. And if you surrender, you have those unfair 15 years in prison. Yeah. And you see when he gets out, he's, he's broken. Even if now he's, now he's free, he still lost the best 15 years of his life. Yeah. And, uh, I thought I got the bad ending at first, honestly. I was like, oh, did I mess up? Yeah, uh, yeah there is not really no... And they are, they are separated bad. again at the end. Because Chen by choice. And yeah, they by can, choice. They can, they can see each other when they want. It's just that Chen decided to, to go free on the road. On the road. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I was uh, wondering what... Not your interpretation. You, you wrote the story. <laughs> In your what actually happens there, right? Because I see them, you know, outside of the woods. They have the moment, the breakdown, mm. and they get in their cars and go separate ways. It was that thing. I is it just that for for what you guys non-verbally communicate there that it is too difficult for them to be together, like to, for Sean to see Daniel who got to live on the outside. Well, the idea was more like Daniel. Daniel, no, he, he has his life. He, he has a job. He, he moved. You see in the picture that yeah. he, mm -hmm. he moved a new new apartment. We don't exactly explain if, if, if he's in, in a couple with someone or sure. not, but just mm -hmm. he, he has his own his life. life yeah. um, and Sean, he needs to create his own life too. So after f losing 15 years in, in prison, he will just maybe take his car and start traveling again. And who knows, maybe meet some other people. Yeah. Want also to let that a bit open for also the players to just um, create Sean's story at this point. What <laughs> totally. will he do when, totally. when, he's free, when he's completely free of yeah. things he didn't do but no he's just a free man mm -hmm. and he can be by himself yeah because uh, his freedom is quite fresh still yeah. so I think it's the first moment when you're out after 15 years you just want to yeah, have those moments alone ride and see yeah, yeah. it's more like the body yeah it was yeah, body choice I would say uh, yeah. yeah yeah I had the same thing as Imran where I got my ending. I was like, oh, this isn't the good ending. And then I went and watched it. And I'm like, well, this one isn't good either. <laughs> but getting out of prison, it wasn't all you guys were here. I was watching, finishing the YouTube video and the one yeah. where they're both in Mexico working at the body shop. That's it. That's the good one. <laughs> should have been, I should have been a little looser with what I taught Daniel. We'd be down there right now chilling out. Well, what, is, what is cool is also to see that uh, most of the times the players say, my ending was a good one or at yeah. least uh, fit to my own decision. Yes. So mm -hmm. it's really cool. This is... We, we don't want to disappoint the player with, okay, it will be that. And uh, yeah. say, no, it's not, it's my character. Because it's, it's weird as creators to see that a lot of players very quickly say they are their own characters. The mm. characters from mm. the game are, they own them. Yeah. And it was the case for Max and Chloe, sure. of course. Sure. A lot of people tell us what Max and Chloe are uh, because now they know them even better than us. Yeah. And it was the same year for Sean and Daniel. And I was uh, shocked when I, see some uh, youtubers playing and saying oh no my my boy my boy <laughs> and this was it's, it's quite emotional mm. and uh, to see that this, those ending fit their expectation it's really it's really cool so yeah i mean that's i think the power of your games is that people get so attached and mm -hmm. so ingrained and it was that thing of like 
uh, you know, my wife was watching the majority of my playthrough. And so, she, but she went to bed, I think, one night and came back the next night to see me finish. And she's like, Wait, are you being nice to Karen now? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've yeah. come around, I've come around. Like, I'm not happy with her choices, but she's she's helping us out of this jam right now. I kind of ended up that way, too, of, like, I hugged her at the end. Yep. Like, I wrote but, the note, Dear Mom. I was like, ugh. Like, oh, that conversation was, like, extremely powerful, like, when they were sitting in front of the hotel room. Yep. Because, like, I, the way I would put this is this game actually put way more tension in me than most other, like, horror or action. Like, I played Resident Evil 2 in the same week I played this. I play, I'm way more tense by this, just lo- like having these conversations of like, how do I feel about this person? And I was still mm. like pretty pissed off at Karen, because yeah. Sean was pissed mm. off at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think that's something that was really important for us, um, the way we, how we worked um, with the character w- of Karen, uh, to let the player have his own opinion about her, about her situation. Um, it was... I mean, just to come back to what you said before, you're right that, uh, like you, we are just white dudes and we don't really know much <coughs> about Sorry. most of the characters we're talking about. So that's yeah, why high we. High for being white. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll lean <leave> back again. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we I'll were even <laughs> asking ourselves if we were um, allowed to tell those stories. But yeah. when we did a lot of research, we, mm-hmm. we did some road trip in the United States and. We, we met a lot of people when some hitchhikers, some people we talked to when we were just uh, driving. And we heard some of those stories that were really, um, yeah, hearing about their struggles or what's happening uh, that we have no idea, we don't experience it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We saw that it was important that we found a way to, to talk about those people in, in, in the game. So it's um, somehow trying s- to give a voice to some characters that some person that don't really have a voice in most of the time in, 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 in video games. Mm-hmm. And just to go back to Karen, it was important for us to try to talk about this, this issue of how uh, motherhood is seen as the holy grail uh, in, our, in our modern sure. society. And we tried to find, to show that in a way that wouldn't just uh, give, like Jean-Luc said, give our own opinion about it. So you have the opportunity to be angry or not at Karen. Mm-hmm. She just explained why, why she did why, uh, what she did. And she did hurt a lot, uh, Sean and Daniel, but we also try to explain that it's somehow sometimes a role that's forced on women and society and you just, you can make your own opinion about it. Sure. Um, mm. And I'm, yeah, I'm really f- proud of <coughs> how it ended up for Karen in both of these episodes where I think it's quite subtle where the player can really decide and make his own reasoning about her. Sure. Mm. Yeah, and I think that was powerful, and I think it spoke to the writing again, in like of who she was. That I started off, and I was right where you're talking about, right? Of motherhood, you're a mother. That's what it is, right? And yeah. then to get to the point of, I see what you're doing. Like I think there's a line that uh, as Sean, I got to say to her, right, where it was just like, I understand you more now. Like you know, I think when we were saying yes. our goodbyes, it was like I get it more of what happened to you now, and it's like okay, we're we're cool, and I can walk off and do this. Yeah. yeah. Like my Sean was still kind of pissed at her, but like. He understood what yeah. she, like, it was probably for the better than to have her being around and being a crappy mother. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm. 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 Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good chance, everybody, for us to thank our sponsors. So we'll insert the ads here. 
Today's episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast is brought to you by Muggsy Jeans. Muggsy Jeans are the most comfortable men's jeans ever made. That's no exaggeration. Muggsy's are real jeans that literally feel as comfortable as sweatpants. The magic is in Muggsy's proprietary fabrics, which include a, ben- a blend I'm sorry, of high-tech materials uh, that make these jeans mind-blowingly soft and flexible. Best of all, Muggsy's come in a stylish fit that's not too baggy but not too tight, so you look even better than you feel. If you want comfortable jeans that look good, Muggsy jeans are for you. The guys at Muggsy's are so confident that you they're so confident that you'll love them. They offer free USA shipping and returns, so your comfort is 100% guaranteed. Do your legs a favor, grab your own pair of Muggsy jeans that are sweeping the nation by heading to Muggsy.com. That's M-U-G-S-Y.com and use the code KINDA for 10 dollars off. That again, that's Muggsy.com. Use the code KINDA for $10 off. Be like Tim Geddes. He's over there wearing Muggsy jeans right now, saying they look like sweatshirts. Isn't that right, Tim? That's right, Greg. They feel like sweatpants. They do. Muggsy. Get Muggsy.com. Slash Muggsy.com. Use the code KINDA. $10 off. Our other sponsor is Trojan Condoms. STDs are at an all-time high in the U.S. with half of all new STDs occurring in young people aged 15 to 24. Yet, condom use is on the decline. Only one in every three sex acts involve a condom amongst singles. 62% of couples stop using condoms regularly after the two-month mark in a sexual relationship, and 78% stop using condoms after the six-month mark. This is not good use condoms specifically trojan condoms but outside of that use condoms protect yourself and your partner don't you don't it's not it's not something that won't happen it could happen very easily to you don't do this despite fear uh, common fears or of judgment or embarrassment only less than two percent of people actually pass judgment when they see a guy buying condoms the rest think he's being smart slash responsible but on top of all that remember it's none of their business what do you care what the person in the grocery store says you're going to see him for two seconds. Get out of there. Trojan brand condoms uh, help protect uh, against both unintended pregnancy and STDs. Trojan has the reliability of a brand that has done this uh, for over 100 years. In a modern and evolving world of sex, one filled with swipe rights, dating apps, and emojis, Trojan is here to be your guide to the most trusted brand in sex. Trojan's brand purpose is centered around enabling confident sex exploration for all sex-having people. And Trojan has over 30 different varieties of condoms to choose from. Thinned, ribbed, lubricated, non-lubricated, latex, non-latex. If you're going to buy condoms, buy Trojan. They're out here. They're telling you, hey, you don't be ashamed of this. Don't be embarrassed about this. Do it. Protect yourself. Protect the people you love or at least care about in that moment. Use Trojan condoms, everybody. You can pick up Trojan condoms wherever you get your condoms. And I urge you to do it. But because that's just that's later on. You, when you support <laughs> on Patreon, you have to do the ads now. We don't have to worry about it at all. Um, Imra, why did it take you so long to play? <laughs> For me, it was because I was still doing news at Game Informer at the time. And I remember writing up the story about their release schedule. Yeah. And it was like it t- sold the whole thing up until like December. And I was like, this is if I start playing now, I'm not going to be able to like emotionally attached myself yeah. to this game. I'm not going to remember things. Or it's going to be, like it happened with you, like the episodes will just accrue up until I get to the end. So I figured, okay, I'll just wait till the end and do it. Then it ended up being December. I was like, oh, this is episode five's out. I should go ahead and play this. And because it was on Game Pass, it was easy to like just go through and play the entire thing. But on, like for me, I wish I had played it at the beginning and just try and like hook myself through. But I think... The binge I did at the end probably worked out better for like the the way I attached to the game. Yeah. Do you guys? How do you not wrestle with it? But I mean, 
why episodic? Why do you guys release your your, your games episodically? Yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> a question we ask ourselves yeah. all the time. Because yeah. it, uh, we have to say that it's really, really difficult. It's yeah. more like shipping six games in one year because there was Captain Spirit also. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like five episodes and Captain Spirit. So it's like shipping six games uh, one after the other. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really difficult because as... You're working, for example, on episode three, you're finishing episode two that uh, is going to be released. We prepare the motion capture of episode four, etc. Et so it's always like, ah, no holidays. Uh, you always have a next game to create, etc. But so, yeah, it's difficult. So I don't know if we will continue to do that. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, I would say it's forced us to be quite effective on mm. narrative design uh, and character development even if uh, Jean-Luc uh, is written the whole story at the beginning and it was a great story it the fact that it's episodic we've got a lot of feedbacks so mm-hmm. um, feedbacks about the design for example how Daniel is uh, behavi- behaving uh, uh, the power etc etc so it helps us also to polish uh, the story the characters etc so and of course we've got more visibility also because yeah. we ship six games so it, it's got some uh, good points but uh, the wait uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's it, 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 it was a bit long uh, we know that and it's uh, yeah it's, we, we didn't expect this production to be so hard so mm-hmm. we didn't expect this time between yeah, the two yeah. it went longer than you wanted yeah. to it was right? really different from the first season because you know the first season took place in Arcadia Bay yep. and it's always the same location the yep. same characters but now in Life is Strange 2 in every episode you have to create new uh, new location new season because it's it's beginning in autumn after that we have winter spring right. summer so new location new character you are going to meet and after that live uh, mm-hmm. outside the road so yeah it's it was more difficult and it took more time to uh, on this one so and but on the other hand the the episodic uh, format allowed us to to make some slight adjustment between episodes you know if sure. you if you have some feedbacks of the player we can make some little arrangement not to move the whole story but make some little uh, thing to please the, the the community and the and the player because it's for them we, we are making the game so mm-hmm. it's the advantage and um, the I think the worst is really when you have a player telling us that uh, when he will meet uh, Karen, for example, and when they didn't know who is Karen anymore. Yeah. Who is Karen? Huh? Oh, yeah, the mother. Uh, and it's the worst for us yeah. because it really means that we have failed because <laughs> it means that one mm. mo- important moment of the story, it's failed because of the weight. Yeah. So uh, I'm happy that now everything is out, so you won't have this weight, so for sure. But also, it was interesting on a on a design point of view and a narrative point of view that it's m- almost exactly the same amount of time. It, uh, it's m- for example, if you have three months of wait, it means uh, Sean and Daniel have spent three months between the last mo- uh, since the last moment you've seen there, seen them. So it was interesting to have this journey in real time, but yeah, it doesn't work for the, the other <laughs> reasons. So <laughs> it was the only good point. So yeah, sorry, sorry for that. But uh, it was interesting to test it. <laughs> sorry, but, uh, we yeah. tried. No, no. But it's it, just it was. It's one of those things of. I remember 
for other games where people have told me when I was reviewing them and I'd be on top of it and I had to be like at IGN I was writing like the Telltale ones and I'd be reviewing Walking Dead uh, every few months or whatever and so many people are like oh I'm letting them build up I'm letting them build up and I remember always being like you're a crazy person like don't you want to discuss this as it happens blah blah and then I saw with you guys me fall into that exact same trap of like <laughs> there's so much going on and I wasn't I'm reviewing them for this but I'm not like writing the reviews, needing to see every permutation in the episode I'm reviewing. So I just didn't know it backwards and forwards, so I didn't understand everybody's thing. So to let it sit and get there, it was I had the same thing Imran did, right? Of like finishing it and being like, man, this is clearly, I mean, in my top games of the year. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Thank you. No problem. It's gonna get <laughs> negative here in a second. You look at nominations for awards, right? And you look at all this stuff and not enough people are talking about it. Because yeah. it does the thing you were talking about of like yeah. you're in the cycle more of an episode's coming mm-hmm. out. But I feel like it's harder to have that moment, right? Where everyone's like, oh mm-hmm. my God, have mm-hmm. you played X, Y, and Z? If you had to go back, would if you had to remake that decision about episodic or not, would you ever just release it as one game? Uh, I don't know. I think for for this specific game, uh, if we could if I could change something, I would just try to delay much more the release of episode one. The so we could just mm-hmm. have released episode one like five months ago. Sure. And have the every month. Every other month yeah. has yeah. Every yeah. Month yeah. have something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's more like it, it feels more like uh, between two seasons of a series. Like uh, when you uh, want to see a uh, next season of Game of Thrones, for example, you have to rewatch mm. uh, resume yeah. of all these other because it was so. It, yeah. yeah, I think it's a it's it was a problem. But uh, no, I think the format is quite cool, at least for this story. Yeah. Yeah. I think sure. it's it's interesting to have those ellipses, yeah. second mm. ellipses between Between each episode. Yeah. So no. Okay. Okay. Now, this is something I wanted to get into because I had it here on my notes, right? I put uh, the characters down, but I also put the locations because that was something I noticed, obviously, with episode two, how much we were moving around in this. <coughs> is this similar to what you talked about of leaving Max and Chloe behind where you're like, we want to grow as creators. We want to be challenged. We want to do more. We want to go to <coughs> all these different environments because, I mean, what we're talking about, Seattle, Oregon, Humboldt County, Nevada, Arizona slash Mexico. <laughs> like, you guys get around in this game. It's a lot of environments to make. Uh, I think there was this, um, like, like, like you said, it was a challenge that was really interesting for us, for the team. I mean, for the environment team, it was pretty great for them to work on all these different environments. They were, I would think, a bit tired of doing just one house and one small city and going back always to the same place. Yeah. It was a challenge for them. But just for us and for the story, I think that uh, we've been uh, traveling a lot before when we were writing the story. And there is this kind of magic to the size of, of the United States, the size of, of your country. And it's it was really interesting just to have this road trip feeling, to be on the road, to see all those different states and seasons uh, because it brings really a, uh, you can meet different kind of characters in each state that has a different vibe and different yeah. Um, uh, laws, also. Yeah, laws and, 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 and politics and everything so mm-hmm. it was really interesting to, to have this journey take place over a lot of places so it's, it's really a, a, a big journey and I mean it's really John, yeah. you can talk about the road trip structure but yeah, it's it's always the the road trip structure is really good to fit about to fit uh, of what Sean is do is dealing with. You know, in the first episode, you are in Seattle; it's your hometown, so it's your familiar, you know, mm-hmm. uh, area. In the second episode, it's winter; you're alone, so you are because the character are improving. You know, the the life uh, just the two of us, and after that, they meet their grandparents, so, so they are uh, finding an, uh, a home again. 
Episode 3, it's, you know, the, the location is be, um, surrounded by these big trees. So it's like, you know, a cocoon. You're, you're preserved with this new bunch of characters. In episode four, Daniel is this lost. This is really the spoiling moment. No. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah, it's about. You, you should know, have played in, by in now. episode four. You you have lost Daniel, so it's uh, Sean is walking through the desert. So yeah. in just grueling scenes, yeah, punishing yeah. scenes, exactly. Like that. So yes, by the the new location and the new stuff, we're adding a, a new layer of um, of narration. So it was it was uh, something good to improve in this episode, you know. Yeah. And, uh, also, it's uh, it's also a bit selfish. It's because we wanted to to talk about all those locations because, like Michel uh, told, it's incredible. All the west coast of the United States. Uh, I, I don't know the rest of the country. Don't worry, uh, west coast, it, best coast. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's 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 amazing in like two hundred kilometers. Or many different, yeah. yeah, it's mm. it's it's incredible. It's so beautiful. So it we, those moments, important moments in the story, we were thinking that it could be great to have those incredible uh, land and environments sure. around them and to host those sequences. So yeah, and I'm particularly proud of the the last episode. I think the environments are incredible. So oh, yeah. it's, it's different. Mm. It's uh, Nevada and Arizona, but uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think it could even push people to come to visit the US because it's so beautiful uh, here. So, yeah. mm -hmm. and and I, I think also that this game is really a lot about um, talking about uh, what do you do with the rules of society. Um, so we're talking a lot about uh, the outcast people who are mm -hmm. decided to live outside of society. So just traveling and moving around was a, a great way for this story to be able to meet all those characters and to show those different different way of life. Uh, uh, it could be like the, the drifters in episode three uh, deciding to have those small job in, in pot farms or uh, the small hippie commune in, uh, in episode five of people who just decided to stay in one place but really to not be a part of, of society anymore. So you, we had to travel to showcase a lot of those different mm. way of life. Because I think you can't have this community you have in a way in Northern California, for example, it yeah. would be more difficult than in the desert. Sure. And uh, so, yeah, uh, again, the pot farm also, it's always in one particular place in California. So, yeah, I think it's interesting to show all those aspects of the society. And How did you guys come to the decision or, I guess, gain the knowledge about Humboldt County and wanting to go there? Because I remember it had been, I, when I wrapped episode two and, like, the teaser teased we were going there, it was like the week before I had finished the documentary called Murder Mountain, which uh, is all yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, did they just watch, did they watch <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah. And we, 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 we have seen it yeah. uh, after. Of course, uh, we have yeah. nearly finished the episode at this moment. So Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, well, that's a good come, idea. It, <laughs> it doesn't come it. from this, but we were happy to see it. And yeah. we had some stuff we have seen in the documentary. Yeah. Yes. So, for example, all the cars, the wrecked wreck cars, mm -hmm. yeah. all over the, the forest. And we were really happy to all see this documentary. All the missing persons. Missing yeah, persons. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. We, 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 we well, worked on it. But the idea first to come, yeah, when we were traveling, uh, <coughs> I think at a point I stopped in uh, a town called Eureka. Uh -huh. um, oh, no, it was uh, Arcata. It's, uh, it's almost under the same place. And uh, I was just speaking to people there, and I, I met some, some guy who, was, who told me that he was working in a pot farm. And just I, I discovered almost by, by chance when I was traveling that this was really the, uh, the hub for, 
for for marijuana growing and there was a lot of also still illeg illegal pot farms yeah, even yeah. if mm -hmm. it was legalized it was before uh, the law yeah, uh, yeah. and, it and was even after even yeah. after the law there is still some ille illegal, illegal pot farms because they don't want to pay taxes or oh, to yeah. be uh, yeah uh, and just talking with those people it was really interesting to see how most of the travelers were converging to this small city mm -hmm. just to to find work uh, and with all their cardboard like uh, trimming uh, like they want to, to have some mm -hmm. trimming work so just listening to those people and learning this way of life and how they were uh, just working a few weeks to get money for having a, a few months just by themselves we That's how we worked uh, the, the Finn, Cassidy, and the other characters. And yeah. again, it really comes from the story. It's because also we wanted at one moment the two brothers to work, mm -hmm. yeah. to try to win some money during their journey. So we say, okay, maybe they could go to a classic farm, etc. And yeah. afterwards, oh, maybe a pot farm and maybe an illegal one, yes. because illegal means a lot of money and maybe not talking. Uh, so it for all those aspects it finished in a like illegal pot farm but it's really steps like mm. more step uh, about the characters evolution and the story first so it okay they need to walk to have some money we want to talk about the community aspect etc etc so uh, mm. it's step by step that you finish to have this particular episode uh, at this moment and the drifter is something we had since the beginning we really mm. wanted to talk about those people uh, train operas and uh, living We really decide to live like this, and sure. uh, it was important for us to talk about it. I, see, I think it was one of the first ideas we had yes. to talk about drifters. Because, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, with Michel, we've discovered um, a photograph named Mike Brody, mm -hmm. and uh, his first uh, art book was named uh, Portrait of a Juvenile Prosperity. And it's, uh, he followed a bunch of drifters, of train hoppers during one year, and took a lot of pictures with Polaroid camera. And we bought the art book and said, wow, there is a game <laughs> to do. And it, they are all young, you know, and all free, and they are living by their own rules. Sometimes they have babies on the on, on train, but they are uh, raising them. So yeah, for, from the beginning, when we had this idea of the two brothers living on the road, say, okay, They have, we have to, to meet this, uh, this kind of people and experience this kind of, this new way of uh, um, seeing life and uh, of living the, the life. Now, speaking of babies, yeah, let's talk about making babies. Uh, <laughs> sex in video games yeah. often not handled well <laughs> and awkward. You guys have, of course, uh, Sean loses virginity in this and do it in a very vulnerable, honest, not macho at all way <laughs> yeah. that I thought was awesome, right? Like, I think having been with him and, again, getting to go on that journey from episode one of just being a dumb kid who doesn't like his little brother and is annoying at his house and is annoyed with everything to having to take care of the brother to then... He, he rides this roller coaster of being the adult to being a scared kid. And I think it's mm. shown so many different ways and so many different avenues and lenses whether it's you know when he's uh driving down to try to get a uh, 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 daniel and he gets you know the car gets taken over by the jerks at the you know he's parked on the property or whatever and there you see him my my my, my sean go super like no sir yes sir you know what i mean like be a child obviously. Yes. oh yeah you were yeah. That's right. Anyway. I got beat up, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it worked out great. <laughs> don't, don't, they didn't give me a piece of cake and push me on my way. Yeah. Uh, but then also to have it be here, right? This scene, and I've seen, this is one of the few spoilers, if you will, that got I saw on the internet, is that you guys got so many articles written up of like, hey, this is a really well done, uh, honest, intimate moment. Like, was that hard to capture? 
Uh, you talk about the Cassidy scene? Cassidy yeah. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've been in the tent and... Uh, uh, in real life? Uh, no. I've been in a tent once or twice. Tell me, tell no, me no, about uh, your life. <laughs> in in your walkthrough? Uh, yeah. You, you in my place, yeah, yeah. Yeah, place yeah. yeah. yeah we, I, I lost my virginity. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was our, our will from the beginning not to be, you know, like, like a movie, like, okay. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, for me too. Never happened in real life, you know. It can be good in real life, but for the first time, you're messy. You are, you are making some mistakes. Sometimes you want to do like you've seen in movies, in porn and stuff like this. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. But it's not working like this, you know. You and we wanted to have this awkward moment. And yes, Sean is an average teenager, even if he has suffered a lot of difficult stuff. Is not that good. And Cassidy is... Um, You know, she's speaking is her mind, and she's not afraid of uh, telling the, the 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 truth. So yeah, when when she tell him, okay, it wasn't good, but we have time to practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and I mean, what was important for us was to not even just saying that it wasn't that good, but just that um, sex most of the time it's never like you see in 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 movies or or, or the way uh, society tried. To tell you that it should be. It's yeah. just two people uh, discovering each other and trying to just to enjoy the, enjoy the moment. So it's, it was important really for us to try to showcase that it's something that's natural, but that doesn't have to, um, to be perfect, doesn't have yes. to be like yeah. mm -hmm. pressure. Um, and it was interesting to show that Sean himself put himself some pressure on his shoulder about that. That's why he was totally afterwards, right? And mm. because that's what we are being told that you need to be great you need to be does. perfect yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. a man and it's 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 not it's not the point i mean uh, in in sexuality and uh, it was interesting to have cassidy answer that and to show that it was okay it was just them trying to discover each other and they will do it again and yeah uh, so yeah it was quite interesting to write this scene and to decide how we would make it happen it was also interesting to have um, i know that it was uh, We, we had, of, of course, to have the, the, the motion capture actors to, to play the scene and to try to have this vulnerability and uh, to, I mean, for uh, Rio, the, the actor playing uh, Sean in the motion capture, we just told him to not do what you usually see in movies. Like, it's not like, let's go by the campfire and it yeah. would be great. <laughs> Yeah, and, but I think this whole episode is really about that, about sexuality well, is one of the subjects, but about freedom and you can choose. And uh, they talk about that very freely. Uh, characters like Anna, Finn are really free in their mind about that. And uh, I think it was interesting also to talk about that. To mm. see it's not only one way of think and see those moments. Or so, yeah, it, uh, it players, I think, are found a lot of in, in all the different characters we are in this episode they can find their mm. their own truth yeah, yeah and some characters that looks mm. like them or some recognize some moments of their own life yeah. and it's really really cool to see some feedback about this scene yeah. about that to see yeah <laughs> I remember mm -hmm. and it was <laughs> yeah. not so good at all it, you don't you, you, you don't have one way to live your life there is a lot of ways and that's what <coughs> that's what the drifters uh, teaching teaches to, to Sean no Don't you don't have to be what society wants you to be, be what you want, be happy and uh, do what you want to do. Mm. And I, I think it was also a challenge for us that um, in this game you are playing a, a male character, and we really wanted to, for 
um, this character to not be like the standard type of male character you some you often see. Like we really wanted to try to show that there are other way of behaving that the classical toxic masculinity sure. you can see in mm. some of the action heroes or sometimes most of the male heroes characters in Hollywood or some movies even if it's changing a lot uh, recently yes. yeah. mm -hmm. but we were still trying to show that it's okay to show your emotions uh, we have Shan who is crying often in the game that it was important for us just to show that you can be yourself that you don't have to have this facade of a role that sometimes people or society wants to project on on heroes and I think this is what is cool. You talk about crying. And <laughs> sorry, you talk a lot. But no, uh, that's why I brought you on the show. <laughs> Get closer to that microphone, though. You keep leaning further and further back from the mic. No, Get oh, up sorry, on the yeah. microphone. And uh, yeah, it's interesting when you talk about crying because it's as it's a video game, it's a different way of telling a story than a movie. So uh, in a movie, you can change a lot from one character to another, telling your story. Here, you will stick to Chun and to what is thinking it also means that you will be with him even in the tough moments and uh, for example the scene after the meeting the guys the quite racist guy in the desert when he's just in the car crying saying fuck 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 it's so like emotionally just you it's something we those scenes we weren't sure about this scene for, for example in particular but it's after writing it and do the motion capture we say okay this is a moment where you really shine like pissed off because he's, he could be disappointed by, by uh, his choice during uh, this confrontation mm -hmm. and also sometimes you just are pissed off against yourself and uh, crying like this it was quite quite strong and uh, yeah this is those moments we didn't know at the writing that it will work so it's cool mm -hmm. to see that um what about David? <laughs> yes. What a ooh, ooh. Uh, oh, you know, you know him, uh, step douche. Back, oh, yeah. back at it. There it was. No. It was so crazy. When oh, here Karen's coming back, and she gets out. And I'm like, okay. And I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, that looks like, like familiar. that looks like David. And I was like, when I missed his name, I turned captions on. I'm like, is this this is David? <laughs> it wasn't until he said step douche, and I was like, oh, now I know. Yeah. Like now I, I know who this is because like I thought it was like a character from earlier on that I just forgot about. But like oh no, it's he it's looks Z, David. he looks just similar enough, but also completely different yes. for me to just not realize it for a good like minute and a half. It's because of the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Thing. And, and, the, and the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> for for bring, what? Why did you want to bring him back? And so, was there debate about that? Because obviously he's a character you either love, hate, or have some feelings for. Yeah, just, just one thing to to precise that. It was planned from the beginning of the writing because I've read mm. some some players saying, "Oh, they they listened to us that we wanted Max and Chloe, so they decided <laughs> to bring him <laughs> at, the, at the end." No, it was really no. planned from yeah. the real, real beginning of the writing that we would have David. It's been four years. Yeah. We kept the secret. <laughs> <laughs> the secret of this for four years. Even at the beginning, David, uh, as we were, we have planned to put in the first episode. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, yes. as a cop, uh, but uh, in the end we we thought that it was too early, and we we didn't want you know in episode one there was also Arcadia Bay. The, there was already some stuff about Life Strange one, so we didn't want to put everything here. So we we keep it, and we we were thinking that in a way it's a perfect place that it would could have been mm. uh, after the terrible events of yeah. Life Strange one. So yeah, it was interesting, and uh, 
It's because we wanted to pick the the, the most interesting character of uh, Life Strange one. We <laughs> yeah, take so David. The, the one that the player really really loves the, mo the, the most from from the first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's David, of course. <laughs> oh, of course, that's the one. When people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do we love? David. David. Give us David. We want David, of course. No, but more, more realistically, it's uh, it is the only character that could. Could be alive in both yes. ending of the, of, of the game sure. because mm -hmm. it was either if the tone is destroyed, it was in the in the bunker when he was just arresting Jefferson. Yep. And if 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 you sacrifice Chloe, of course he's, he's alive with Victoria, yeah. and uh, it it could uh, yeah, it's mm. uh, it, it made it, 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 it made it, it made sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it didn't feel weird out of place. Mm. It, it didn't seem like a weird cameo, especially when. As soon as I saw him, I wanted to know more about it, and then you guys gave me that chance to go into his trailer, talk to him, look around, see, my, you know, uh, for, based on my ending, the photo of Max mm. and Chloe. Talk about, like, I love when we walk over and uh, it, it, uh, the diner menu's in the frame, and, uh, and, and Sean's like, man, it must be the what best meal of his life. We <laughs> 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 hung it up over here. And did, we you, really did, you liked, did you like having some news of Max and Chloe? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome, and I, li and I liked... David taking us on the journey of where they're at with their relationship. Mm. Yeah. You know, and the fact that, you know, we weren't well together and that we weren't for a while. And even him being like, you know, I couldn't reconcile that she just left, that this mm. life fell apart and she took off. But I got there. I did mm. that. And now we're okay. Mm. And we talk. And they, he even gets the phone call from her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're killing me. I love it did so you, much. Did you stay to listen to the phone call? Yeah. I'm not yeah. listening. Oh no, I, 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 I didn't even do that. I just stood awkwardly outside looking <laughs> yeah, through the porthole of what's going what's going on there. Who are you talking to? I had the other path of like Joyce being alive. Okay. So okay. I that was also equally heartbreaking because I found like the Nathan Prescott badge, like, oh, he really hates that kid because he killed Chloe. Cause that like, yeah. I had to kind of remember like oh but how would Chloe have died like oh yeah that's what happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. but it was still like a very cool thing like connected to it was like oh that world still exists and there's like a connection to it speaking of references actually in episode one I think Life is Strange two might be the only game to re reference Minecraft and The Last of Us nice job <laughs> nice job yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have any other, like, did you want to throw any other things in? Or was it like, no, Daniel's going to be into Minecraft, Sean will be into The Last of Us, these are their games. And, and we're also referencing The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yes. can choose between Minecraft, Lord of the Rings, there mm -hmm. is The Last of Us. Uh, there is some movies also, other movies, I yeah, think, after during the episodes, when they go movies. to the movies with their father. Yeah. And uh, there are, in episode five, there is a small hidden Easter egg to Oxenfree. Oh, oh I missed it. That's yeah. it. These are better references than the on-the-nose uh, Final Fantasy. Well. Wow, Spirits <laughs> Within. And everybody hated this movie, but I didn't know. Like, what are you talking about, Max? Why is this happening? It was a cool way to show that Max was weird. <laughs> Very true. true yeah, but again, yeah. I, I loved it so much because I think it's weird that in our world, video games referencing other video games is so weird and yeah, so bizarre. Yeah. But when, yeah, I remember when the first time Daniel starts talking about Minecraft and then when they do the clicker, and I saw Neil, after I played it, I saw like the next week Neil Druckmann tweeted, I'm like, oh my God! Like, yeah, it was so cool. That's, yeah. cool. That's so cool. Yeah. It was awesome. But you definitely can't do something about teenagers nowadays without talking about video yeah. games. So, yeah. And it's so cool to be able ourselves to talk about the game we love. So. But could we reference, if there is a game that makes a reference to Life is Strange, can we reference this game in Life no. is Strange? No, 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 no it doesn't work. It destroys the, destroy the industry. <laughs> um, I'm being told from my producer, Kevin, you guys have to be whisked away somewhere else. Oh, okay. But I have one final question. Yeah. Okay. We can stay more, no? <laughs> no, yeah, cancel the four o'clock. <laughs> no, the question I have for you is, what, 
about did you ever want to wrestle or did you ever want to explicitly say where these superpowers are coming from? And then for this one, for Life is Strange 2, again at the beginning, did you want to turn everything on its head and that's why I play the person that doesn't have the powers? I would say no and yes. I have a much dumber question. I'm oh, good, like, a dumber question. All right, yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of episode three, Sean talks about how he doesn't, he's not good at perspective. Was that foreshadowing to him losing an eye? Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, 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 I'm surprised. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> there is sometimes some good links that happens when we didn't even think <laughs> yeah, much about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So... I would say that it was a happy mistake. For okay. This one. Yeah, yeah. Good to know I'm not like <laughs> super so crazy. There. There is like <laughs> foreshadowing like this yeah. and we say, oh, you've done that? Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yes, it's exactly yeah. what we planned. That is exactly how we wanted yes. it. Gentlemen, um, thank you so much for coming in, number one. But thank you more importantly for making Life Strange too. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for the question game, and everything. It's so cool to be there. Oh, Thanks. no, please. Don't worry about it. Uh, you will not be whisked away to whatever else you have to do. Imran and I will continue to man the ship. Come give me hugs. I love you. Imran, talk to everybody. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Hey, hey, kids. How are you? Bye. Thank you. The Life is Strange spoiler cast part of this is done. So if you've been plugging your ears for the last hour, like you can unplug them. And play Captain Spirit. We yeah. also forget about this one. Captain Spirit's we free. This one, so. And Life is Strange 2 is on Game Pass. Like you have Game Pass at this point if you've listened to us at all. Like just play the game. Thank you. That's so cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Look what what nice young people. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for making this happen. Bye everyone. Uh, now that they're gone, we can finally talk freely about yeah. this. Uh, wow, that this, game! This piece of garbage, you know what I mean? <laughs> what a game, though. Yeah, what a fucking fantastic game. Yeah, I'm glad. It, this sounds stupid. I'm glad it's over so that I played it all. You know what I mean? I, when I got into that thing of, like, now I'm just going to wait, Yeah. You, for, you I missed how great it was as it happened, which I feel like's a failing, but then I also feel like I wouldn't have had the same perspective if I didn't. I mean, last week we talked about, like, how certain games get weighted more. I'm going to switch to... Sure. Yeah. That's not as weird. All mics are. Do you want me to take the chairs off? Nah, don't worry. Well, I mean, we're still. This is still the game's cast. Yeah. This is even. Po- well, post show we're probably too late on. You got a game's day, uh, game. We'll go to. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like we we're talking about like TGAs, how like some games are more likely to be nominated just because everyone played them, and like every outlet's gonna have the person who reviewed Life is Strange. Yeah. And maybe they fucking loved it, but nobody else like played that game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, because there wasn't conversation about it or whatever. But that absolutely needed to have been in some of those like. Totally. And, and that's again like, and this is not me throwing shade at anybody in particular. Anybody, period. Yeah. It's like why I'm thankful this year we're doing it after we're doing our game of the year in January. Yeah. So you have a chance to play through everything. We have a chance to see everything, and like the fact that everybody keeps talking about ex- Disco Elysium or this that you know. I mean, there's chances for me to actually go in there and touch yeah. these things before I get out of it. And this one was particularly like I had to do a game of the year list for another place. Yeah. Like so, I had to get a thing locked this week. So I was like, okay, I'll play two episodes, and like two episodes was enough for me to tell whether or not I liked it or should it be in the list. And because we were doing this, like, maybe I'll just go ahead and finish it. Yeah. And I'm glad I did because, like, it does get better. It builds on itself. And, like, it does – it makes it makes a more lasting impression at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. And I really wish, like – I it's hard to tell people, like, if you don't like it at first, keep going because it does, like – Well, I mean, that's how they warm up, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, they talked about it, in, admittedly so, of, like, maybe, maybe it takes two episodes, maybe it takes three to get into the – that was the thing of, like, especially for – Episode one, you're dropped in there and you can't see the force for the trees, right? Because mm-hmm. it is like, who are you? Who's this? What's happening? It's all happening. What are you a whiny bratty kid? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's abrasive to like it did like a fault, but by design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. 
Because, like, you were... The way I thought of it at first is, like, Sean, who is, like, a kind of a shitty teenager at first, yeah. it's like you're playing as Chloe, and everyone would have kind of hated that beginning of Life is totally, Strange. Totally, Because she is kind of a dick. She's, like, a an empty rebellion, basically. And Sean feels like that at first. So if you're not into that at first, like... Not seeing why he does the things he does, yeah. then it doesn't make any sense. He might be turned off to that game. Yeah, for me personally, I think one of the things I really dug about it is that we had a lot more Davids in this game. Yeah. Where it was that throughout the adventure, my opinion of you changed. You know what I mean? Like the grandparents in particular, like when we got to their house, I was kind of like, these people suck. All these rules, you know what I mean? These rules, they're weird. They don't like, to, they, won't, they won't tell us anything about our mom, you know, yeah. blah, blah. But again, even though I still feel that way, to get through this thing get to the end and see the letters you exchange with them and it's like all right they're good people yeah they're also in a shitty position of their daughter doesn't want anything to do with them or you know what i mean like there's this whole family dynamic that's all fucked up about mm-hmm. it and have you watched bojack horseman out of curiosity no so there's kind of an overarching i think it's season three like the thrust of that season is that the trauma we inherit from our parents shapes us okay so i think life is strange too kind of does that same thing yeah of like we're looking at all these generations of people and the way in which they pass down what's crappy about their lives to their children <laughs> and like what's good at like the what they instill and like eventually it goes from Sean to Daniel and what she's instilling in him too. Yeah. I kinda like I got the same message yeah, out of that. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think at the end it, organically, right? It, it, for me in my playthrough, to get to the end where I'm like, I'm gonna rush the border and Daniel jumps out because I've taught Daniel, like, we're not criminals. We're mm-hmm. not going to be bad people. We're I not did gonna say be... we ended a spoiler cast part of it, but, like, whatever. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> At this point, they're still committed. It's fine. Yeah. No, don't worry. They're fine. It's a spoiler. <laughs> nobody, there's no way somebody was watching and, like, listening. Oh, spoiler cast is over. Now nah, <laughs> I'm Yeah, but to but, dive yeah. out there, I was like, that sucks. Yeah. And I can see where it, our, we had that weird, what do they call them, the inverse bell curve or whatever, where it's like we cross paths where... I was like, no, I'm gonna turn on my own teachings now. Of like, no, fuck this. I'm not gonna go to jail for this. I mean, that's an, like I was really wavering on that one for like a good minute. Yeah. It's like it has the power one there. They just need to get to, across the border and they're fine. Yep. So like eventually I decided, okay, and just surrender because there's no way to get through this without killing people. Yep. Yeah. And, exactly. I thought about that too. Yeah, yeah. and Daniel's not gonna want to do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think you you said it uh, poignantly in the episode, and I want to double back, but I realized we were we won't have all the time in the world. You talked about how like you know the anxiety, right? Like how stressful these choices were. Mm-hmm. In this, in a, in a, and I love the choice based games. You know, the Telltale's, the whatever, where you you go up and you make a choice, and your game changes. This is one of the one, first ones in a while I can remember actually pausing a bunch of times. Yeah, where it was like, oh shit, uh, hit it and think about it, like because it's not even just like yes or no, right? It's always like. Do they mean what that says on screen? Does it mean what I think it means? Like, are they going to? Is, is it that he's going to go crazy and kill somebody, or is it just going to be that we're going to push him out of the way and move? And like, mm-hmm. how do you wrestle with those kind of abilities and things? And like, it's also because you're not the one with powers, which is one of the things you mentioned. Yeah. Is like, as Max, you could, you're more or less deciding what all these things mean. So you're not going to, the other person's not going to like fall to interpretation or fail to interpret what you're doing. Yeah. Or what's asking yeah. them to do. Here, it's like you're kind of loosely holding a dog by the leash. Yeah. And you. Don't know exactly what you're gonna do if you say attack. Shout out to Mushroom, by the way. Yeah. Oh man, that was so Rest sad. Rest in peace. Rest in I peace. Had, I had to tell Rev was like, I know you like to know if it, a media kills a dog. <laughs> Let me warn you. You <laughs> like, will not appreciate how it plays out for this puppy. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I figured it was gonna happen the second they let it go out alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn it. Just in general, uh, I mean, you guys, you guys got enough problems. You yes. do not need to run around this puppy right now. <laughs> 
Yeah, God, what a game. And what a bunch of great decisions and what a great way to see it all unfold. I love the fact that, like they were talking about earlier, right, that it's not Life is Strange 2 and it's, you know, Chloe and Max, but it's also the fact that somewhere in the middle of this, I was like, oh, man, this is a comic book game. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it. Like, I don't, when I think of Life is Strange, I don't, it's always the, the re, her rewind ability is always like, not even a, the big gameplay mechanic to yeah. me, right? It was just a way to solve one of the problems with narrative choices in games. Exactly. And so for this one to be, no, like, you're not really in control of the power. You are, but you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not yours. And on top of that, you're not re- able to rewind or do something crazy with that. It is the fact that you are there and are you raising a superhero or a supervillain? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How are you? What are you doing those decisions? And, like, you know, for me, from the comic book flight and tights world of like him revealing the power to everyone i was like oh god stop because <laughs> you're not gonna be able to stop a kid who has powers from telling everyone that they right. have powers yeah, yeah exactly because they exactly. want to use it everywhere yeah and like i remember i played captain spirit before i started all this stuff because i just wanted to go through it and like i assumed it hooked in yeah and i so i you know what's going to happen is that daniel's going to reveal himself to chris at some point yeah because he saves him from falling yeah so i'm like dreading it as like do I scold him when that happens, or do I tell him it does? He did a good job, like, yeah. Because he's he's right. You need to save the kid, but shut up, Daniel. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stop telling everyone this stuff. <laughs> I I ended up hiding it from the grandpa too. Oh yeah, me I was too. Like yeah, there's nothing weird. It's I, like one of those like obviously knowing where we end up, I would play the game differently if mm-hmm. I if I was to go back in time myself and play it again and yeah. go through. Because yeah, I was very much hide it, and then like. You get to the church and everybody knows, like, oh, God. and you get to mom's like community and everybody knows, like, oh god, all right, yeah, like whatever, everybody knows he's got powers. At which point, like, I always wanted that choice to really pop up, interrogation or whatever. I'm just like, when they hear the thumping happening outside the room and the cop keeps looking, I'm like, here's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, I need your help. You're about to see how all these crazy coincidences happen. Yeah. <laughs> when he said like, how how did all this happen? I wanted one of the options to be like, you're about to see. Yeah, exactly right. Like, yeah, yeah. But that part was pretty cool too, because I freed ended up freeing both like the vigilantes and the. Oh, did you? Yes. What happened when they got out? Because I Nothing, left them. Nothing really. Left like them. I, I freed them, and they're like they had. I guess if it was a, if I let uh, what's the other guy in the cell attack yeah, them, yeah. maybe it would have been different. Yeah. But they're like, thank you, whatever. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like I I popped up and it was like you know seek revenge or and I was just like ignore them, let's go. Yeah. Leave but apparently like that was at least on the Xbox that was one of the less popular choices. Oh, really? Was to free them. Yeah. Like most people either just let them there or they sought revenge. Yeah. I'm like that's vindictive. That's but cold, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, I, I mean like. I think as you're as it's happening uh, naturally in the game with Daniel, I do look at him and I'm like, you're giving off vibes of like serial killer, like bad guy. You're like yeah. you're gonna become the bad guy here, and like I wanted to fight against that, so it was the I don't want to encourage that. I don't want you to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's easy as you go through that game to start seeing him as more of a weapon. Yeah, which exactly. is like an episode. And when what was his name Flynn? Yeah. When or he, Finn? Or is it Finn. Finn. Yeah. yeah. Finn starts thinking of that. I'm like, oh shit, I've also been on the same path. I need to back off. Right, right, right. I didn't realize he was a romance option until later, by the way. Oh, really? I didn't know that at all either. You could apparently kiss him on the log, and like, he's one of the options when uh, Sean goes to Mexico alone that, to like also be there. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. But I love that stuff. I love when you play through your game, and like, I, we, I, for me personally, it's always the endings. Yeah, it's never like those moment to moment choices. How could they have gone differently? I was thinking about like when we were playing this game, or when I was playing the game, and we were talking to them about Detroit. That the way Detroit does things is like end of the chapter. Here's all the paths you could have gone. Yeah, yeah. And like I find that much less compelling than not knowing, not knowing, and having just like I think that Karen conversation in front of the hotel is probably one of the more 
interesting branching paths I've seen in a game. Yeah. Even though it's not showing me what everything I because I can tell I can tell I can either be pissy to her or forgive her or chart a middle path. Yeah. And like the middle path didn't necessarily feel right because that's not how the character would act. Yeah. So I I've never gone through Detroit thinking how would the character feel about this. Yeah. I was like, point. what is the branch that gets me to most people alive? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I I think you know what this does so well is lead to this conversation. Because I, this was always my favorite part about reviewing Walking Dead Season 1 mm-hmm. is that I would get it for review and Mitch Dyer would get a code too. And the next day we'd come in and we'd get our coffees and go into a conference room and shut the door and be like, what happened? What yeah. did you do? Oh my God, that could happen? Like To have those conversations I think is what's so powerful about these types of games. Mm-hmm. I do kind of like, I know they said they would, they lo- episodic was worked for them in this one. I do kind of wonder if A Life is Strange 3 will be episodic again. Yeah, I don't think it will be, yeah. but it, it maybe they would if they based on what they know now. And obviously, I mean, Square seems happy, obviously, with the Life is Strange franchise as it <laughs> continues to go. I would think maybe they could get uh, the ability not to release it all at once, but do what they're talking about. Of like, it's five episodes and it's five months. Yeah. We're already done with four of them. We're finishing up the fifth right now. Like, yeah, it'll be able to go. That would have been like the best thing of because that was what got Telltale in trouble for so long. Yeah, was they're like, all right, we've, we're done with two episodes. Yep. Oh shit, slip, everything's slip, slip. on fire. Yeah, like we're gonna have to just fix this as we go. I would love to see somebody try to do it. And I know this is difficult, but try to do it weekly, where it would be that you do the same thing. You finish the game. It's episodic. We have mm-hmm. them all, and we just do it. And, and basically, it's Life is Strange month. Yeah, I understand that. There's obviously it's cool to have this many beats. I always talk about it with like when Walking Dead was so hot. It was awesome that Telltale every two, three months was able to have like, hey, we're owning the conversation. Here's a big review and sites were happy with the traffic and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. For something like Life is Strange that has this dedicated audience, I do think if you could have it be like it drops every Tuesday so you know there's conversations at the water cooler every Wednesday, right? Because yeah. you have an hour and a half or two hours. I mean, before. it's kind of like how Disney Plus is like as an active thing to, against Netflix, basically. Yeah. Because Netflix puts everything out, and we kind of got a binge culture from there. Yeah. So everyone, if you didn't watch it that first weekend, then everyone's going to spoil Stranger Things right. for you the next day. But Disney's like, fuck it, just Mandalorian once a week. Right. Like, well, you're you're going to come back here every week to see this thing. Yeah. So I, I think it probably could work for a game, but I think convincing a publisher who's going to be like, why don't we just sell it all at once then, yeah. is going to be a lot harder. Yeah. You'd hope that people could get swept up in the mo- the conversations, the movement. They, oh, I got to do it. And even if you want to binge it that last week, cool. Yeah. It's not that hard. I just think that's such a better cadence of not forgetting things. Because mm-hmm. it did, you know, he talked about earlier, I think it was Jean-Luc who's just like, oh, or no, it, it wasn't. It was Raul talking about how, you know, oh, when people were like, wait, who's Karen? Like, it was very much for me of when it popped back up of like, all right, we, yeah, we don't like Karen. We don't like his mom because... I think she left, right? And I was like, for a second, like, did she fake her own death? No, she just left. She just left. And it was like, I remember the room. I remember the room being important. Like, yeah. Little things like that. It's the, well, it was one of those things that actually was aided by me binging it. Was, yeah, totally. Yeah, being able to remember all that stuff. Yeah, no, but. 100%. That's why like, I'm so locked in on the last three episodes. <laughs> episodes one and two, I, I, going through for the Platinum and seeing stuff again helped me out a lot today. But like, it was still like... All right, yeah, okay. The parent, what are the grandparents' names? Fuck, I can't remember. Casa. How am I gonna forget Cass? This, that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. On the other hand, I kind of like, I do like the fact that there is just a break between those because I would have felt that. I have a friend who he put, he was playing Ocarina of Time, got to the my part where he removed the Master Sword. Yeah. Then for whatever reason, shelved the game for seven years, and then he came back Jesus. and he's like, "This actually was more impactful because like it was the exact same amount of time he was asleep in the game." Oh wow! I so, never thought about that. So like for him, it was like he grew up with the game. Wow. I kind of wonder like, did I miss out by not having that experience? And it's just maybe it, I didn't miss out. Maybe it's just a, a different lateral thing. Yeah. But that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I, w- 
I'm curious how they're designed too. Mm. And also like I I imagine when they first pitched this to Square Enix of like, hey, we're not doing attractive teenage girl lesbians who are doing an adventure. Possible lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you they have to kiss it away at the end. Do they? Yes. Because I thought you could have it just be fr- that if you want. I might have said like kiss or not. Oh, who knows? But uh, well, everyone, someone knows. But I might be wrong. But like, <laughs> who knows? There's no possible way to get the information. <laughs> but like, if they they said like instead we're gonna do two na- teenage boys that are Hispanic, I'm sure Square Enix was like, this is not as marketable. Right. I, I appreciate that they like went and said like we have a story to tell. It, they have to this be like this. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead with this one, and I'm sure like if if you insist, we'll see. Yeah. And it did. I think it did kind of bite them in the ass because, like, I do think that game did not have the same meme quality because sure. people did not latch on those characters like they latched on them like our Max and Chloe. Sure, but I think it's a much better game because they were able to tell that more interesting Ooh, story. Interesting, interesting. I mean, I also think it's just a much better game because the writing's better, the production value is better. Sure, like, you, you know, like you know what you're doing at this. Point, or you know what you're doing to a better extent this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I hadn't really thought about comparing them yet, really. But I, I do so think far. they had like some balls on them to actually just go through with it. 100%. No, totally. I agree. I like, said that in the show. Like you mentioned, someone in the first episode says, this is why we need the fucking wall. Yeah. Also, hilariously, someone in that first episode says, there's politics in everything. As if they're going to be, they were like, yo, we know what you're thinking. There's politics in this. Yeah, yeah. Don't assume there's not. God bless them. I'm glad they went out there and did that. And then my dog, Nick96, who I want to apologize to. I complimented having all these questions. We got to zero of them. I did not realize they had to leave spot on at like 3.15. I apologize. Uh, my dog, Nick6, Max and Chloe did not need to kiss at the end. Okay. So, yeah, because I thought that was one of those things that I, my my read on their relationship was that Max was attracted. I played it that way. Yeah. But I, I thought for you didn't have to. I Have you read this, by the way? I the strange dust? have not. Because it, it has here. the wrong ending. Uh, well... <laughs> Spoilers for this comic book, it has both endings. That's the whole point. Okay. Is that uh, the multiverse is kind of collapsing upon itself because of what happened in Arcadia Bay. Okay, then it's, I'm going to read it's, that. It's, it's, very, it's, like, it's one of those things I... It reminded me... It's the same way I described before the st- storm, mm-hmm. where I started. I'm like, this has no business being this good. <laughs> I expected this to not be good, and this is good. I digress. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what did you think of Life is Strange 2? Let us know. Thanks for sticking it out for this spoiler cast. If you're new to Kind of Funny, we love it. If you subscribed, we do the games cast each and every week. We do games daily each and every day. And in January, we have a whole bunch of different stuff to announce and change and all sorts of crazy crap like that because that's what we do. Imran, thank you for your time. Thank you. You were, you were, you, you, you just by happenstance fell into this. Yeah. Where you started playing it right as I was like, I'm going to do this spoiler cast. Yeah, you were like, you want to have some questions submitted? I'm like, I'll think of some. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to finish the entire Then you're like, it's game of the year. It's one of my games. I'm like, oh, shit, you got to be on this thing. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, remember, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You get the show ad-free. You can get it uh, with a pre and a post show. You can watch it live. You can do all that jazz. Uh, If you don't want to give us any of your bucks, I understand. You can wait till Monday when it goes up on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, podcast services, and roosterteeth.com. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.